Welcome to Sixers and Six, America's favorite six-minute Sixers podcast. I'm your host, Miggy DeLeon, and join with me as always is one Chris Hipple. Say hi. Hey, Miggy. Three-six. It's here. It is a three-six pod, the much-anticipated. Uh, but first, we got to recap just a little bit on the Toronto Raptors. We lost to the Raptors. We uh, have a hard time beating them in Toronto uh, for the past however God knows how many games. But we lost 107-95 to in a game where... We were actually winning for a majority of the game, which, you know, when you look back at the box score, you kind of, at least I kind of forgot about that because third, fourth quarter, things just kind of seemed to not go our way. Fred Van uh, Fred Van Vliet just raining threes on us. We were trying to keep it a little frisky at the end. We got it down to three with maybe like, you know, three, two minutes left, but they just kept hitting shots. Uh, but... What it really comes down to is this. Uh, the last line on the recap when you look at like NBA.com was, with Embiid sidelined, Toronto outscored Philadelphia 52-18 to 18 in the paint. And that's quite indicative of you know how important Joel Embiid is. What do you think of the game? Uh, we should never, ever go to Toronto ever again. We should just forfeit, take that loss, <laughs> uh, cancel the flight. We haven't won there since 2012. Bad things happen right. when we go. Yeah. We lost Josh Richardson three minutes into the game. Um, and Matisse was in foul trouble. So, like, the fourth quarter defense that we had versus Brooklyn just wasn't really able to come together. Um, it was a pretty valiant effort, actually. Yeah, I mean. But, of course, it was a loss. Given the circumstances, Jay Rich goes down the first quarter. Embiid, obviously, out. You know, I don't really... I'm not going to cry over it too much. We are, you know, winning a little bit more. It's not like we're on this ridiculous losing streak. So, you know, I'm okay with that. Listen, it's a 3-6 pod, and so we have a lot of new stuff going on. I'd like to bring in the Sixers and Six mailbag. And obviously, we oh, yeah. sifted through thousands of emails. And so we picked out some of the best ones. First one, let's talk about Ferky. This comes in from Jake Rogers. He says, Furcon's recent surge is helping to build the case for him to play important minutes down the stretch and into the playoffs. Given the lack of spacing when Ben, Allen, Joel are on the floor together, what do you think of a starting five with Furky instead of Horford so that he can be relegated to a backup five and key bench contributor? What do you think of that? BDF. BDF. So here's the issue with the starting five is what is that even anymore? Because Embiid is out. <laughs> Richardson is out. I mean, we're not really in a place where we can relegate anyone uh, to the bench. However, if it were the playoffs, um, I actually do think that I think uh, either Furkan or Matisse will end up starting and Horford will be the actual backup center. That's my guess, unless we make major moves at the trade deadline. Wow, that's, think? that's super spicy. You think that's actually going to happen? It's just better. This sound, I mean, with respect to Mr. Rogers, this really felt a lot like, you know, sports talk radio fodder. Do you really put Furky over Al Horford? Furky's on a, you know, minimum contract. Al Horford's our 120 million man or whatever it is. I'm surprised that you really think it's going to happen. I think there's a 0% chance that happens. I think... You know, if you're playing fantasy basketball or you're playing, you know, NBA 2K, you might do that. But I don't think there's any way that actually happens. We need shooters. <laughs> we need a bomber. I, I guess. Uh, 
next question comes from our friend, Mr. Brian Cicada. Also, by the way, happy birthday to Jake Rogers, friend of the pod. Uh, birthday. Question for the three six pod from uh, Brian: Is Fultz the ball handler they so desperately need? And I'll answer that pretty quickly. Yes, that guy has <laughs> been playing real well. He shoots a three. Ignore the percentages because when it goes in, it just makes your heart, you know, bounce with joy. What he think? was certainly <laughs> drafted to be that guy, Ooh. and he's looked a lot better. Kel. It was never going to work out mm. in Philly, uh, I don't think. Unless, I have one thought here. Yeah. When we went on a 16-game win streak to close out the 2017-18 season, mm-hmm. there's a part of me that wishes that just never happened. Why? And we just finished as like the sixth seed what and just got like about? swept by the Cavs. And it would just have changed expectations so much. And we would have just got run out there with Dude, what are you talking ben about, man? And you're, and you're 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 talking some crazy shit now. You wish we didn't go on a, getting swept by the Cavs? What are you talking about? Who are you? Go Even back a... <laughs> to the twenty seventeen eighteen <laughs> season. We the expectations became crazy as a result of a stupid sixteen game fake win streak. It wasn't fake. We win a series. It was real. You know how I know it's All real? of a sudden, Brett wants to go <laughs> star hunting. We have to trade everything for Jimmy Butler and Tobias Harris. I'm not sure. Chris, we're at the Shake Milton Minute. And uh, I want Give to... me another question. Would you trade for Derrick Rose? This also comes from a Mr. J. Rogers. I used to beat the Derrick Rose drum for sure. And um, I'm, I'm, I'm out on it, actually. Ooh. Uh, that's interesting i'm out i i see him as a potential like he's an upgrade over neto potentially if that's a role that he would accept he's not helping our shooting issues i don't know i don't know if he's a good person 